Welcome to The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Pam, and I'll be joining you every week alongside my girls, Denise and Cousin Dan. Every episode, we'll be having real conversations, including the good, the bad, and yes, even the ugly. Although we are three women in different stages of our lives, one single, one married, and one divorced, we can still share our experiences together with love, faith, and a glass of wine in hand, of course. We know you're going to enjoy listening in and riding along this journey we call life with us together. Listen in as we talk, as we get real, and as we get raw. Here we are. Sheer Therapy. Welcome back to another episode. Sorry, we missed you last week of the Hot Seat Sheer Therapy Podcast. It's Pam here. Dan here. And today's episode is inspired by the More Melanin podcast and one of our friends, Natasha, who's we celebrated her 50th yesterday. And this episode is called It's All in the Details. Denise, take it away if you want to explain a little background on that. So basically, we went to this amazing party. It was the 50th birthday for our good friend, Natasha. And we were just blown away. Like, I think all the wives were blown away by the details of how the party was put together. You know, like her husband took his time and planned everything straight to a T. The Marachi, what do you call it? A Mirachi? Yeah, Mirachi band. A Mirachi band walked in. It was 70s theme. The food was great. The music, great positive people. On time. On time on time hold on denise you were on time yeah well because she came with us yeah so that's what made me on time (laughs) but and then there was like uh like a photo booth Mm -hmm. and with everything was just great and then even when they were doing like the what do you call the thing the soul train dance oh yeah they turned they switched on a light where you know the the disco ball light every detail by the end of it all the wives were like looking at their husbands and saying hey you you better you better step your game up yeah yeah we were i i wasn't looking at anybody but you know if he if he was there if he was there i'd be looking at him and saying hey you better step your game up yeah and um you know dan was going to be there but she was there in spirit um but (laughs) Yeah, it made us think. So, did you guys pretend to talk to me? Yeah, we yeah. were like, "Hey, Dan." I was actually still waiting for you in hopes that you would show up. I actually. Oh, said, at one point, I said to Kevin, "Like, yep, yeah, Dan's about to pull in the driveway." Yeah, yeah, she did say that. Yeah, you're like. I wanted to be there. You ghosted me. No. <laughs> my time management. My time up management. To the restaurant, and and I waited, and you ghosted me. Yep, she did. 
<laughs> but like, so another thing that happened when we walked in, so several times we think to ourselves, like, should we continue this podcast? Like what's up with the podcast? Cause we just wonder, right? <laughs> because we live in this world where Instagram is so instant. Right. And it tells you like you post a picture yeah. and you know who likes it when they comment, what time they comment and podcasts don't have that. Podcasts are basically like it's on. You can check your analytics and see how many viewers downloads, but you don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. So we walked in and we're standing there and this girl says to us, Tish, hey, um, oh my gosh, this is such a surreal moment. I can't believe like I'm looking at the girls from Sheer Therapy. And she's mm-hmm. like, that's sweet. No. And, and Danielle thought we were lying. And she said like, I totally creep you guys. I listen to your podcast. It's so good. Like what I love about it is you guys are real straight to the point. You say just raw, real stuff. And you guys inspired me to start my podcast with my girlfriend and me and Denise were like, Oh my God, because literally before we left the house, Denise said she's quitting in December. (laughs) But like, Because you just don't know, but it goes to show like the things that you do, you have a cheerleading team in the dark. You just don't see them, you know, and that's why we did this. We were like, honestly, we just want to do the work. And if we can inspire anybody or do anything like that's, that's what it is. And a lot of people were like, no, you need to know your financial plan. How are you going to make money from this? And we were like, well, we don't really care right now. So that just goes to show that we did something. Anyways, (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> she's like, I care. <laughs> we obviously like everybody wants to make a dollar, but we were just like saying, if we head into it with the money making mentality, yeah, 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 we can waver who we are. And even in some of our beginnings and uh, meetings in the beginning, remember, people were like, you need to have a niche, you need to have this focus. Yeah, and, yeah, we're now we're just gonna talk about everything and see. So, yeah, you know what? Now, if I can find one person on the street that read my one blog post, I'll be encouraged to go and write more. (laughs) Anyway, so shout out to you guys. So this podcast episode is dedicated to you. And if you don't have their podcast either, it's called the more melanin podcast. But um, so back to our thing today, we're going to talk about it's all in the details. And Who's with me when they just like, sometimes it's the small stuff and the small details that really make the big difference. And I think a lot of people focus on the big things, but it's like, yeah, we could have went to a surprise party, but if all the little elements weren't in there, it wouldn't have been the same day. Like it just wouldn't. And it's like, girlfriends are pros at this. We pay attention. We know what drinks our friends like, how they take it. One sugar, two sugar, one creamer, what wine they like if they like stemless or stemmed glass, like we know all this. Wow. Dan, we know all of this. <laughs> Dan just stuck her tongue out. If you're not watching on YouTube and um, that we're being watched. yeah, we are. And they could hear you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, for some reason, and I'm just going to say men, but I, I'm not saying all men, but for some reason, men have not gotten this down to a science. And I think this is a huge relationship trigger. And it goes to show because yesterday everybody was saying, okay, honey, like go talk to Kevin. If you want details on how to do, make your woman happy with the party, go talk because like the details were there. Right. And yes, like his two daughters helped him, but at the end of the day, like it was in the details, like why don't 
all of the husbands know what their wife drinks in their tea or their coffee? Why don't they know their bra size? Why don't they know their favorite cookie place? Like these things are what makes things keep ticking. And when, but disclaimer, disclaimer, go on. In all fairness, he is technically a relationship expert. Yes. Yes, he is. He researches. Yes. But there are men out there too, who do this. I'm not, I'm not like saying none of them do. There is. Yeah. Whatever relationship you're in, whatever relationship you're in, whoever you're with, there are people who pay attention to the details. And unfortunately it's usually more detailed in your friendships than it is in your marriage or your romantic relationship. And it sucks because it causes a lot of problems because like for me, I'm very big on small details. Like I don't need a Gucci purse, but I would love if you knew what my order was and maybe dropped it off one day in the morning and just said, Oh, just grab this for you. You know, like something really small gestures. Like today before church, Denise called me and she was like, Oh, I was in Starbucks. Wanted to know if you needed a drink, but like, those are small little details that a lot of relationships lack. And I don't know why, but those things are huge. Denise. I feel like, I feel like for men, they don't have to, they don't have to learn about the small details because it's not do or die to them. There's no, there's no end result. If you don't learn it, you still, they still kind of, the day still keeps going. They still get what they want. The day just keeps going. There's no, there's no consequence. There's no end result. Comfort level. Hmm. Is there like a comfort level? Yeah. Like you get into like repetitive, repetitive daily routines and you just get comfortable and you forget. It's kind of like some marriages will just say, well, you know what? We already know why we're here. We're here for so long. It's like, we don't really need to try anything. Right. Like he knows if he doesn't get the Starbucks order every morning, like you're not going to divorce him for that. And so fuck it. You don't have to. Okay. You don't have to. But it's like, but why? Why do those things get taken down? Like after a while, I think you just you you can't you can't coast anymore. Like we're. What did I say to you last week? Like we're here to thrive, not survive. Like mm-hmm. people people get hit. Okay, not to make this morbid. Okay, but people like get up to go drop their friends home, like I did today. Yeah, and you don't make it home because Mm. something happened on the highway. Or we had a friend a couple years ago, their husband was eating lunch at work regular day and he choked and he he didn't come home that day. Like there's so many random things that happen where it's like, why should you just survive? Right? Like you should just live to the fullest. So it's like, why have a mediocre date when it could be extraordinary? And it doesn't have to be like you went to the Ritz Carlton and then you went to like some fancy steakhouse, but it's just like when you're dating a person, you will research their restaurant. Okay. So I don't know if it's TMI, but I have a family member in a new relationship and the details are ridiculous. 
And the gifts out of nowhere for no reason are like out of this world. We all know who we're talking about, but we're just going to keep it private. For is it the honeymoon phase though? Or you think this is here to stay? It is the honeymoon phase and it could be here to stay. I know many people in marriages. I don't even know who you're talking about. Oh. I just whispered at you. <laughs> but like. I, I already know, I think. But it's like, it could be honeymoon or this could be forever. But mm-hmm. why does the honeymoon phase end? Like you, you want to get a person so bad, right? And you want to keep them and you want to show them that you're amazing. But then somehow once you keep them, it's like, okay, great. Now I can be myself. Mm-hmm. Or, or like, what is it? Or were you trying to be somebody you weren't to get them? Because when you are dating, you take a person to restaurants that you know that they like. And Mm -hmm. you go to movies that they like, or like you plan time to see them. And then you, you speak very nicely and you bring them flowers and you like, you know, you open the door and then you live together for like over a year and those things dwindle. And then you add kids to the mix and those things really dwindle because now the woman takes on all these extra responsibilities and Again, I'm not going to like stereotype, but then sometimes the man feels like, oh, but what about me? I'm neglected. But kids take a lot of work. So then it's like, instead of the other person or whatever, both people trying to still make and create that like honeymoon phase, it dwindles off. And again, typical scenarios and the woman's too tired. This guy gives up and disaster happens. So that might be the ans- one of the answers though. Like, a lot of people who are still paying attention to the detail don't have all those life pressures in the mix yet. They don't have the kids. They don't have all the bills. They don't have all this. That's one part of it. The And then the middle part is all the couples who are in the throes of life, stress, juggling everything, right? And then the next throws a couple, the next stage of couples who are attending to detail are empty nesters again, or they've been together 20 years. They've worked out that shit before. Now they're on to this next stage. Like maybe the answer is a lot of the couples lacking this are in that middle part of life, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're no longer dating with no responsibility, but you're not there yet where your kids are grown. You have more time for each other. You've done the career. You've gone through your 20 years of marriage bullshit. Now you're on the other side, right? Like it could be you're in that middle part. So this is just a typical season. Like it's the, it's the, it's the norm. It's. I wouldn't say it should be the norm. I'm just get trying to guess, like make my own theory. Like it seems that it's a lot of the couples in the throes of life, right? Like you're in the midst of that part of life where everything's turning. Yeah. So it's really hard to focus on one person, right? When you have like your kids, the bills, your businesses, your this, your that. And then it's like, oh shit, like, I don't even know what color she likes anymore. Cause I'm just like, you know, getting, trying to maintain every day. So I don't think it should be the norm. Like, I don't think people should be complacent and be like, oh, that's just how it is. That's just my theory. Like I'm thinking that's how it is So do from you- what I see. Yeah, maybe. But do you think also it could be like men are just wired and programmed to the point where their brain only stops at the hunter phase. And there's, they don't, they don't, the other brain doesn't have anything, any more data. Like it only stops at hunt, hunt, catch, 
and that's it. Hunt, catch, kill, and we're done. That's it. Maybe. I mean, it is a rare breed to see a man that's like on point with everything from beginning to end of a relationship. But there like, are men there. There they definitely do exist. Is. But so they they do the work. They're they're the ones who are like they had to be taught. The other they're all about self improvement twenty four seven with their life, which is something that's very more typical from a woman right like, mm-hmm. like reading talking and then i think exactly but what separates those men from the men that don't like what happens because typically it's usually oh yes and then the men and then the woman got busy with the kids and then this is where the divide happens but like how do the that small percentage because if you put it into a working scenario right you get a job and you climb the corporate ladder and now you're like the executive something you've had to take on more work, but you keep getting promoted, right? Because you're yeah. doing, okay, yep. I can handle it. I'm going to show my boss so I can get that work. Blah, blah. You you've stayed there. You never crashed and burned, but you can do it for the paycheck. You're still getting extra stress. Like you can't climb that ladder and your workload get becomes less, but you do it because you need to get the paycheck to, to pay your bills. Yeah. So maybe it's that the reward is not seen as anything that's life or death, right? Like not getting paid for this. And it's kind of like, yeah, but I know I have job security. I'm in the union. So like, I don't need to show up to work. Like it's fine. Cause even if they try to let me go, they're going to have to package me out for life. So I feel like that's a wife or a marriage like, oh, but I'm in the union, like assign the paper. So like, exactly. Yeah. Like Denise, like you said, once they're in it, they're like, oh, like we both know why we're in this and no one's going anywhere. So like, although, I mean, I think people should still care because if your partner's happy, your life is happier and you're just overall, your relationship is happier. Like you should want better for your relationship anyway, because usually if you have a happy partner, that trickles into like you being happy as well. Yeah. So I just think overall people are complacent with their life. They just get caught up so much in everything. And these days we have so many distractions, like, like the generation before us didn't have flinking social media to come home after work and sit and ignore their partner all evening. Like they had to be present. Hey, I'm going to fix this, fix the stove, mow the lawn. We're going to sit down and have dinner together. Like everyone has so many distractions now. How can you focus on your partner when it's like 29 million FOMO things happening on social media? I also think that um, people depend on the other person to fulfill their needs and happiness where it's like, how do I say like, okay, so for example, you express your needs and these are the things that I want from you because like, I always say, I don't need somebody like I want you and I want you to want me. I don't want you to need me. Like you only need yourself and God and water. But like, if you're, if you're, if you're content in yourself, then you should be able to be a bright light to everybody around you. But if you're not, then something must be wrong. Or like if you're, um, 
if you're one way with one group of people and another with another, but it's like, it has to be uh, somebody who's like a hundred, a hundred. So like one person can't be putting so much and the other person's not, but like, oh, but I need you to do this or I need you to do that to, so that I can, like, it's just, it's, I think that again, and I'm speaking only for myself because I only know the woman I am and I only know what I hear, but I think it's just because women, we have a problem. We, we're fixers. Like we need to mm-hmm. fix, make everybody happy. So it's like, okay, you don't think I cook enough? Okay, let me try to take a cooking class, learn a new recipe. Let me see what you want to eat. Like me, I can't get curry right for the life of me. And I'm constantly like, okay, how can I get the curry right? But it's like, I think in some other categories, men, oh, well, I just, I guess I can't cook curry. So I'll just order it. (laughs) Or we just saying, we're just not eating curry. Where it's like, yeah, like if you're constantly looking for a way to fix or better a situation and it doesn't look the same on the other side, then it's like you grow bitterness and whatever. And then like, how can you? How can you? Like it's it's details, the small details. So I don't know. I think it could be either you're wired differently, but maybe the percentage of men out there who've got this down to a science should actually teach men have a course if you if you if you're out there and, and you want they should to put together some sort of foundation where we make tours we're really we're we're open but like, but you're right i think it care. is wired differently too right like everyone has just different um upbringings and life experiences so it's kind of like some guys just wouldn't know to even <laughs> it'll be like pulling teeth just not in there course. it's not programmed yeah, even for some, when you set up the course and it's right there, it's like pulling pulling teeth to get them actually registered into the course. And if they don't get the instant reaction that they're looking for, like, oh my gosh, but I did everything you asked today or, and you're or, not completely happy. I'm or you can't it. go, or, or if you put them in the course, then they create the story in their mind. The story, you're telling me- Put them in the course. Me I'm flawed. Yeah. You're telling yeah. me there's something wrong with me. So then it's hitting their insecurities, which then it hits the deep layers and then going yeah. back to their childhood and their upbringing. It's like Jesus Christ. <laughs> like yeah. honestly, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, I remember like well, a long time ago I went to this landmark course and I went because I wanted Kevin to take it. And so we're there and he's like, "Oh yeah, everyone wants me to take it." And then they looked at me and they're like, "Well, why are you here?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm just here for them." And then it was basically like, "No, you take it first and then I see." And I was like, "Okay, fine. I took the course." Like <laughs> and I think, again, that's something that women are easy to do. Like, we are constantly looking for ways to be better, myself Mm -hmm, anyways, mm -hmm. and most women that I know. Like, how can I better this? How can I better this situation? How can I better the home? How can I better my hair? How can I better my nails? Like, That's why we're called the opposite sex, because we're complete (laughs) opposites. (laughs) But again, how does that work in a whole lifetime of a dynamic if you're so opposite and that's the magic question so do you think the attention to detail the attention to detail occurs because in the beginning when you marry you're young so your expectations and are pretty low because you're young and it's new and fresh so now that you've grown and you've like accepted or when you're young you're show-offy Maybe. Like you will do sky's the limit because you're trying to prove something yeah. for your 
you know, your image. Well, like imagine being a relationship that's ego led versus one that is not. Yeah. Like imagine what you picked at 26 versus what you'd pick at 40. Yeah. Like what I would, what I picked. Look, look. <laughs> I tell it to everybody. Here we go. Everybody. What I picked <laughs> at 21 <laughs> is not something I'd be picking. Oh, here comes the wine. Here to at, me. At 39 here. or 40. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not how I wouldn't pick the same car, hair color. So then clothing. therefore, therefore, it's like. <laughs> You, your attention to detail never mattered in the beginning because you were a different person. And now as you grow and you elevate in your life, you become a different person. And then the attention to detail, detail becomes a priority. So it's kind of like, maybe, maybe you need multiple people. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe you need multiple people. Everyone gives a deposit of something that we're looking for. All right. I'm taking, I'm taking orders. Right now, I'm taking a list of people to line up and submit an application. I need five. I need five. Help us. (laughs) Palms. Virtual, emotional, mental, physical. Yeah. We could do without a lot of the physical. One for mental, one for emotional, spiritual, physical, financial. Eating. One for eating. Don't forget eating. I like to eat. Eating out for nice dinners? Yeah. I don't know. Nice Chick-fil-A, whatever, as long as there's food. Grocery store. I've never had Chick-fil-A, though. So attention to detail. What does this mean? Like, So, yeah, it's all in the details. The details matter. Our takeaways are um, um, a good man needs to make a good man course to build other good men. Denise is taking applications for five good men. Pam needs details, 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 details. Yeah, I do. I really. She's it. fading away right now, daydreaming <laughs> to all the details of what I could am. be. Oh God! <laughs> Her drive home is going to be all oh. the details. I'm going to listen to Adele's new song the whole way home. <laughs> I was just a child. <laughs> Hans gives you attention Didn't to detail. Hans. Hans. And I just drink my wine and everything in life feels good. This is what you look like when you when you're heading towards the end of your 30s and the beginning of your 40s. This is what life is like, honey. Take a seat. We were just a child. (laughs) And on that note, yeah. Before things take a turn, that um you know what I think on that note. What you need to do is not depend on somebody else providing you with the attention to details, but you know what? Treat yourself to your attention to detail. Oh no, that gives you problems too, because then you're too independent and you have too much of your own life. And then people wonder why I'm just talking from other people. This is not about me. I'm just saying for a friend. No matter what you do, you lose. So you know what? Pick which loss. Where do you want to be the loser is where you need to pick. Even Sandy knows. Right, Sandy? Go easy on me. All this to say we love men. We love you so much. Yeah. Um, what is it? 
Shout out to Natasha again. Happy 50th. I hope you heard this podcast episode and your husband. Anyways, we got to go. I have We've to reached out. the end of the rope here. I need to, I need to leave Kalendon. <gasps> All right. Well, happy Monday. Enjoy your work day after this or after whenever you listen. I don't know. Whenever it's Sunday okay. Night. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Hot Seat, a sheer therapy podcast. We hope you enjoyed yourself and can't wait to be with you again next week. If you've taken anything away from this today, it's to live, love, forgive, have faith, and always have a glass of wine and your girls. We can't wait to be with you all again next week. See you soon.